Welcome to In All Things. I'm Sierra, and I would love to welcome you into my living room to have real conversations with you about everything from forgiveness and personalities to community and discipleship. So let's imagine we're sitting on my couch and encouraging each other to seek Christ in all things. Well, hello, everybody. Uh, I am excited to here to welcome Sydney Cress. Um, Sydney goes to my church, and she is in high school, and I just really admire you, Sydney, um, your attitude and your joy for the Lord, and I'm so excited to have this conversation with you today. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Good, good. Well, just to start, can you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Sydney. Uh, I'm a senior in high school. Uh, I like to rock climb. That's random, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but I like to rock climb, and I work at Connections Church as the social media director now. But I interned under Maddie Kirchen for a year and a half or so, and then I just uh, took on the director role while she's wow. doing teaches. So that's pretty fun. That is awesome. And for a little connection for everybody who's listening, Maddie came on this fall and did an episode on leadership. Yeah, so, she's good at that. So yes, <laughs> yes, she is. So that's awesome that you got to take over her role. Um, well, I want to hear your testimony. Would you be able to share how you came to know the Lord? Yes. Um, so I was born in Nepal, okay. and then in 2004, and then in 2006, I was adopted, uh, and then I came here to the United States, and me and my mom lived, just the two of us, because she adopted me single. Okay. And then... Um, I grew up in Coon Rapids, and I grew up going to church, a Catholic church, um, and I went to the the youth group stuff on Wednesdays, and it was fun. I didn't hate it, and I didn't drag going or anything like that. Uh, it was just, there was no connection. It was just kind of learning about God, which wasn't completely useless, so that's yeah. <laughs> good, but definitely no relationship. And then when I went to middle school, we moved to Ramsey, and so I went to Anoka High School. And I got invited by a few of my newer friends to go to a youth group. So I went, and it was kind of just social hour <laughs> for all of middle school. And so, but I still went, and I had fun. And then in high school, because I more like kind of had my head on straight. Like I never intended on drinking or doing drugs or anything, even without a relationship with the Lord. That was just kind of my own moral thing. Um, and so in high school, I told myself I wanted to take church more seriously just because it seemed like the type of thing to do if okay. you have good morals, I guess. I don't know. That was okay. weird. But uh, so I decided to do that. Like I kind of made a pact to myself to take it more seriously. So I started going regularly and really tuning in on the messages. And then I started going on Sundays and then... Yeah, I don't know. Something just kind of pulled me in about it, and uh, I started volunteering. Like, I just kind of jumped in then, so I started volunteering with kids, and that's a lot of fun, especially when you start learning about stuff, and then you're able to answer questions. Like, it's a really fun measure of knowledge. And then, oh, my friend told me about this retreat that I could go on, and so I kind of did that and kept volunteering over the summer, and then fall of my sophomore year, I... Oh, yeah. Fall my sophomore year, we went on the retreat and we talked about chains. And if we have a chain to God um, or if we have a chain to something else, whether that's our past or just a family issue or something. Mm -hmm. And so we were asked to think about what our chains are. And I, I kind of because I knew I didn't have a chain to God. And so I had to think about what my actual chain was or where my chain was. And at first I was thinking maybe I spend too much time or I focus too much on school. Like I, I 
Um, like I stressed myself out too much with that, but I knew that wasn't legitimate because that w- wasn't really weighing me down too much. Um, and then I thought about um, something that actually impacted my emotions and my relationship with God. And that was just since I'm adopted, I don't know my birth parents. And that was just kind of a hard thing for me and just feeling like abandoned by them. Uh, most I tell most people this, but I... Like, I got left really early in my life. Like uh, I was a few days old when the orphanage found me, and so that was that's kind of a hard thing to go or to think about and then not have control over. And so it's just kind of why I wasn't interested in knowing God because I was mad about my situation and stuff. But we talked about, we went through Philippians, and we talked about how Paul went through bad stuff, and he had a chain to God. Um, and so I gave my life to Jesus at that retreat, wow. which was so cool. Uh, and then we went to quarantine a few months later, okay. and so that was tough. But um, I grew closer to God in that time just because I was alone and stuff. Um, but then being alone is hard. And so over the, the, that fall, so that was summer of 2020, I started FCA as a leader, um, and I bonded with a, lot, with a lot of people and learned about the importance of community and faith. Um, and then I started working in Connections fall of 2021. Wow. And now here I am. A whirlwind. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, wow. It really is. That is, yeah. that is incredible. What Thank a great you. testimony. Thank you. Yeah. Who are some, who have been some influential people in your faith? Oh, man. Um, well, for starters, uh, the youth pastor at Eagle Brook was, his name's Brandon Gilliam, and he gave the message that I gave my life to Jesus to. But, um, I mean, that was like a one, one split second of a decision. But he has taught me, even though that specific day is when I declared that I was, you know, going to follow Jesus, he's taught me a lot about building up devotion to that. Mm-hmm. Um and so he's really been he's really been influential. And then um, Maddie, who we were talking about earlier, she's been huge because she taught me about the importance of fellowship and faith. Because I just never it, it's just it's kind of like a taboo, like when you learn about it. And so I didn't really know if it was appropriate to bring up to to friends. Okay. And there are different ways to do it depending on where they are. But I got to hang out with other peers who are Christian and talk about God together. And that was like a really cool way to meet people and connect with people. So, wow, that's those awesome. Those two people for sure. So, I would imagine that being a believer in mm-hmm. high school, especially mm-hmm. a new believer in high yeah. school, that probably has its challenges. Yeah, for sure. Um, what's it like, you know, standing out apart from the crowd in that in that environment? Mm-hmm. Um, and what are some challenges that you face? Hmm. The first thing I thought of when I when you asked that is because I, like I said, I'm an FCA and I recently went on a boat cruise and we went on a boat cruise with the donors. Um, so I was kind of like the student example of what's going on in FCA now, but we just met the people who donate a ton of their money to FCA because okay. we want them to know how it's going. And so I talked to these people who were in FCA 50 years ago. Oh, wow. So they were like they've been they were high schoolers 50 years ago who started like the first FCA clubs. Oh, cool. And so they asked me the same question or they said they said, do you get a lot of persecution mm-hmm. about being a Christian? And the, well, there was a term that they use. Are people mean to you? Mm-hmm. And I said, most of the time people aren't really mean. They're just lost. And just like so many people are so broken in high school from their own past and whatever else they might have going on. And it's kind of hard to like see that it's hard, you know, faith is like a hard thing to bring into school. And, uh, as a Christian, everything that you do, obviously like we're, we represent Christ. Like that's what we're 
doing. And so everything that you do, it kind of gets put under magnifying glass as like when you make a decision, it directly correlates with Jesus. And so it can be tricky. But yeah, like you said, as a new believer, like I'm still I'm still learning a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so when I I don't want to say mess it up, but when I when I'm not quite sure what I'm doing, I'm worried that people will think that Christianity is is messed Mm -hmm. up or, or that I you know, it's like not worth it if I don't know what I'm doing. So that's something that's hard. Uh, yeah, especially being a new believer. And something that I've learned from that is just making sure that I know what I believe going into conversations, especially because I don't want to be, I don't want to get my opinions from like one specific conversation, I guess. You sure. know, like I want to have things built up from God's word and just my own values yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so trying not to kind of trying to be the influence versus being influenced. There you go. So, yeah. yeah. As you were just talking, sure. like it's okay to to be talking to people as a new Christian or a more seasoned Christian mm-hmm. and not have answers. Yes. And not appear perfect. Mm-hmm. Cuz I think that's what a lot of people have like an issue with Christianity mm-hmm. is so many Christians think oh, they're holier than thou or yeah. something like that. And we're not. <laughs> we don't know everything and we yeah. don't have it all together. And I think it's great to be able to show that to others and be 100%. just raw and real. Do you find it hard to like bring up your faith in, in conversations with maybe some friends that aren't a Christian? Uh, when I try, well, honestly, this was kind of by accident, but at first I was just so excited about Jesus and yeah, you just get excited when you first think about what it means and, and the first few months of my faith or, you know, placing my faith in Christ. That was huge. And I was so excited and posting verses all the time and yeah. everything. Um, I still do that. But what that started was people honestly asking me about it more than I reach out to people about it. And so just because of the way that I'm living, people tend to have questions for me. And I mean, like, like when people think about when people have encounters with God, they text I mean, not just me, but they, they tend to text you if they know how how passionate you are about it oh. because they know that you're someone that would like to talk about it. And so one of my friends once, it, I was going through a super, super rough time. And I actually told myself, I'm just going to cry all day today. I, I'm so sad and blah, blah, blah. And this is after placing my faith in Christ, which okay. just goes to show that it's still hard. But yeah. um, and yeah, I just decided I wasn't going to do anything and blah, blah, blah. And then my friend texted me at like three in the morning and he was like, Sid, I believe in God again. And oh, and wow. I was just like, oh my goodness. And so I feel like that was God kind of saying like, oh, I get back. You know, like there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's work. And I think he knew what, what self-pity got me into last time sure. just with the birth parent thing. But Anyways, point is, is that so far, most of the time it gets brought up to me just because of, I think people seeing the way that I'm living and they're interested as why I'm doing that or why it would matter so much. Um, so, yeah. Um, what are some differences, if you're okay with me asking, mm-hmm. like, what are some differences that you see in yourself since placing your faith in Christ? Hmm. Um, a lot more consistency in my life. And in high school, this is so weird, but in high school, I feel like it's kind of a, it's kind of a character trait or people think because we're in high school and because we're adolescent that we kind of have to have something going on and Mm -hmm. and I kind of stopped 
having like crazy things going on and so it was it was kind of I just feel like I got more mature like it, there was no more she said this he said that like okay. I, all of a sudden drama just kind of went okay. out the door and then it's funny because for a while we were in quarantine and so I was only spending time with a select number of people right and then we came back into school and I would overhear conversations about oh well, this person said this and blah 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 and I was just like man I, I thought everyone stopped having those types of oh. <laughs> problems but I guess that's just because it's just uh, yeah I just have a different focus in my life and hmm, yeah it's there's something about having like truth underneath everything that you do that's really special and cool and just a uh, a consi- yeah, I said consistency already, but just something that constantly remains the same. And there's so many things where I'm always, I think we always wonder, oh, what, what am I supposed to think about this? Or what am I supposed to think about that? But just knowing that I don't ever have to change my mind or nothing c- will ever change the way that I see Jesus. So that, yeah, the mixing's different with, I just like, I have comfort knowing that that will stay the same forever. Wow, that's mm-hmm. that's really good. You mentioned that, when you first place your faith in, faith in Christ, which is, and it's still important to you mm-hmm. today, is like fellowship with other believers. Sure. Are there other things that you've noticed? Like, oh, this is super important for my walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said uh, in the beginning a little bit, Brandon taught me this really well, but devotion is a big one. And so they're going to be, the two scales he told me is one, sometimes you're going to feel really worn out and you feel it. You're going to feel like you don't want to do certain things. And then other times you're going to be so passionate. You're going to want to move to Africa and start all these orphanages and then do missionary there. Um, And there's going to be extremes on both ends. And like when your passion runs out, you want devotion to be there for you to fall back on. And so making really good habits is where I started. So reading the Bible daily and I do like a prayer journal and so habitual now that I just kind of don't think about oh I'm like I'm writing out a page of of journal to God every night and then I'm doing you know a page of Bible study every night and so having that is really cool because when I don't it's taught me that even when I don't feel like it I still have the ability to do hard things and Mm -hmm. and sit down and spend time with God um and then that's helpful because then my feelings and my circumstances don't my faith doesn't depend on that, you know? And yeah. so that's been really good, just having devotion and, and unconditional devotion for sure. I think that's great that you created that habit like from the start because mm-hmm. that it is a hard habit to create, you know? Yeah, And for so sure. that's really great that you got to do that right away. Thanks. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite way to spend time with the Lord? Um, my outside for sure because, and that's that's pretty basic, but just getting to be in God's creation is so fun. And then honestly, I like to, I mean, I I love spending time with with other believers. Um, It's important to have relationships outside of that, of course, but I really love spending time with other believers and doing things outside together because I feel like that's a really good way to honor God is is to spend time with people who he created you to be with Um, because God definitely didn't create us to be alone. (laughs) And so getting to do that and then just getting to enjoy the place that he's made for us to to hang out (laughs) um, until we go to heaven. So that's really cool. And I feel like that honors God um, in ways that sometimes we don't acknowledge all the time. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a quiet room in the dark, you know. Um, It can be, but it doesn't have to be. Mm -hmm. I think that's like the Instagram perfect. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. In a quiet room, alone, Mm -hmm. and... Being out in nature just feels like a natural way of worshiping Christ. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. 
Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite like Bible passage? Oh, okay. Uh, I got a few. Okay. <laughs> psalm 42 is great. Uh, it, it's the psalm for distress. And my favorite part about the psalms in general is just knowing, because I read, I read of the books in the Bible that covered David and well, like Samuel, David, Saul, and all of that. And so I read those first, and then I read the Psalms. And so when the guy talks about it, and he says, oh, this is what was happening in David's life when he wrote this Psalm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, like Psalm 51, he talks about creating me a pure heart, oh God. And in that, like that, he wrote that right after he had an affair (laughs) and just messed up, you know, his kingdom. And so sometimes like we read that, we're like, oh man, I wish I had David's heart. But David wrote that right after he committed adultery, Mm -hmm. you know, and so like knowing the context is cool. Another passage that I really like is James basically all of James chapter one. We had to memorize that over the summer. We didn't oh. have to, but we did. Okay. Um, and that one's cool because it talks about the testing of faith, producing perseverance, um, and then being mature and complete. And it also talks about um, asking God for wisdom. And like when you ask God for wisdom, he doesn't look at you and say, oh, you don't deserve that. Or it says, he's, it says he, find, he, he gives wisdom for all who ask without finding fault. So that's kind of cool. Like he doesn't see all your your sins and everything when you do that he just asks that you be genuine when you ask Mm -hmm. um and like really believe that he's gonna give you the wisdom and and believe in him you know so Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool i like james one those are great passages thank you for sharing that so i've listened to a few episodes of the gathering podcast that you host for connections church and you've had other high school students come on yeah and are these like your friends and just kind of seem to be a Oh, a domino effect, for lack of a better term, of people oh, coming yeah. to know the Lord. Oh, yeah. So, oh, my gosh. That is such a good question because Cassandra last year, she's a, she goes to Connections as well, and okay. she's my age. Actually, she's older than me a little bit, but um, we just hung, like, I just, we randomly hung out one day because we both do photography, and so we were taking some pictures together. Oh, fun. And then she said, oh, I listened to the podcast you did with Maddie when Maddie hosted oh, it, really? which is so funny. So when Maddie hosted the podcast with me on it, um, me as the guest, um, she said, oh, I listened to that, and you said something that really caught my eye, and I quoted the verse where Paul says, there's no excuse for someone not to at least acknowledge God because mm-hmm. they live on his earth, and they see the sunsets and the sunrises, yeah. and just like, how could you not at least acknowledge a higher power? Mm-hmm. Um, and so she said she heard that, and she like it really kind of convicted her, I guess. And so um, we started going to church together, and then she placed her faith in Christ, May of 2021. Okay. And then she invited Trevor and Will, okay. who then ended up placing their faith in Christ. And then Trevor got baptized and starts uh, talking at church. He gave his testimony all over the place. Like he gave wow. it at church and at school and at FCA events and stuff like that. Um, and then he's reaching other people. He reached Cheyenne, who then her mom got baptized on Sunday. And oh my so, goodness. and I interviewed Cheyenne too. Yeah. But yeah, her mom just got baptized. So Trevor, Will, Cassandra, Cheyenne. Yeah, they all, that all was the domino effect from hearing that podcast from Manny. And that podcast is what got me on staff at Connections because Ray heard it and he said, oh, you should ask her to be an intern. (laughs) And so, yeah, it's just, it's just crazy. And yeah, high schoolers are really good at talking about what they like to do. (laughs) And yeah, we just... I mean, like, we really don't have anything else to do but talk to each other because we're at school all the <laughs> right, time. Right. Um, and so eventually it comes out. Yeah. And that's really cool. It's such a good reminder. <laughs> yeah. To, for people who 
you know, maybe we don't as, mm-hmm. you know, as we enter adult, like further into adulthood, you know, yeah. whatever life, I mean, people have different personalities too. So mm-hmm. that's part of it. Mm-hmm. But what a good reminder to just like share planting like one seed. Oh yeah. And making, taking one step action step, mm-hmm. like Maddie having you on that podcast, yep. like all glory to God, but wow, mm-hmm. that's so amazing. My biggest takeaway from that for sure, and I shared this last, I just did the welcome and then closing at church and I shared mm. this too, but um, oh yeah, when Maddie asked me to do that, I was certainly not in a perfect place in my faith. And even just when I got invited to church, like in middle school and in high school again, and when I went on that retreat, like I was not in the best place in my life to be doing any of that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. people, someone just like saw me and decided that it was worth asking me to come to church. And then mm-hmm. just to see what that's done, just making that decision to go even once and to invite me even one time. And then, you know, just like for churches to let just anyone come on their retreat, like there's no requirement for that, you know, sure. that's really cool. And then, yeah, just, yeah, my biggest takeaway, I mean, just to like take a chance on somebody mm-hmm. and, um. yeah because Maddie asked me to do that podcast completely changed my faith because it was the first time I gave my testimony and since then I've given it so many times but wow. it's just so cool because like she she had no idea where I was at in my life and right. my faith and like I wouldn't have called myself qualified to have done that podcast mm-hmm. but I did it anyways because she took that chance on me um, and then Cassandra heard it and placed her faith in Christ months later, you know? And yeah. so it just, and then Cassandra introduced Will and then Will introduced Trevor, Trevor, Cheyenne, Cheyenne, her mom, and who knows, you know, Cheyenne's mom, Cheyenne's, you know, who knows yeah. um, who else is going to hear it, but that's all. Yeah. Like yeah, you said, just because Maddie, no, absolutely yeah. not. And so, yeah, just like taking a chance on someone. And then I also made the point that, you know, it's not up to us what God wants to do with that. And so sometimes it's not going to work like that. And then the domino effect just stops, I suppose. Um, But it's worth it to try for sure. Cause it big things happen when that, when you take that chance. Exactly. And we might never see that seed true sprout and grow. So true. It could just be in 20 years that somebody recalls, Oh, Mm -hmm. this is what, Sydney said, I heard mm-hmm. her say one time and whatever, <laughs> yeah. however that works. Absolutely. So that's really True. cool. Thanks. Do you have any, like, I don't know, pieces of encouragement or advice mm. for our listeners um, before we close? Hmm. I would say ooh, the, oh, the biggest thing that I think about is, well, my point feeds into this, but in John 4, woman at the well and she, uh, like she went midday, it was really hot, and she bore the heat just to get the water um, without seeing anyone because she was ashamed of her sins. And then Jesus came up to her, and, and, and she had all these husbands, and he was like, oh, let me talk to your husband. And he knew that she had all these husbands or whatever, and then he introduced himself as the Messiah for one of the first times to her in that conversation. And the point is just that that Jesus will take you exactly as you are and that he, you know, he knew about her sins and he even brought them up to her. Um, and he, he didn't disqualify her from the gospel and we don't get to do that either. (laughs) Like if Jesus didn't disqualify anyone from the gospel, that's definitely not our job. And so just kind of looking at anyone as a possible possibility for God to do something in their lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, but then also not being discouraged if, you know, if they don't take your church invite and 
just not holding that against them, I guess. Because if someone would have held anything either about my past or just about my attitude towards God against me, I never would have gotten invited to church. Wow. So. Yeah, that's that's really good encouragement and good good <laughs> to remember you. because yeah. it can be hard. It can be hard to not be discouraged, mm-hmm. and it can be hard to keep that in mind. Like that, that's how Jesus approached that yeah, situation, absolutely. and he he gently corrected her. Like mm-hmm. he he wasn't he wasn't skirting around. Yeah, her sins, yeah, true, but true. At the same time, he like you said, he did not disqualify her, and that just says yeah. Those two facts combined mm-hmm. says so much mm-hmm. about who Jesus is. Yeah, seriously. So. Wow. Thank you so much, Sydney, for coming on the podcast. I really (laughs) enjoyed this conversation. And yeah, I'm so glad that you came on. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Have a good day, everybody. I'm so glad you tuned in for today's conversation. I hope you are leaving uplifted in your walk with the Lord because that is my prayer for this podcast. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at InAllThingsPod. And I would love it if you invited more friends into our conversations. You can also visit my website at inallthingspodcast.com. If this episode was encouraging to you, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite listening platform because it helps the algorithms and it allows In All Things to be accessible to more people. See you next time.